Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm Jake Amalou, the writer, director of The Asian. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast. Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, everybody. This is Mo Ali, the director of Montana. Hey, guys. This is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. From, from A to Screen. To screen. Um, yeah, I sent Lauren a contact request, but as yet she's not replied. So, but you should be okay at your end to just bring her into the call and hopefully it won't stop the recording at this end. Okay. Uh, add participant, that. is that right? Yeah. Add participant to call, highlight Lauren's name, bring her in and uh, hopefully everything will work perfectly. Okay. Just doing that now. It's been an age since we spoke, other than the phone call the other week. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite a while, hasn't it? Um, it has. I think she just, well, it's ring, ring, ringing, I think. It is. Hello? Anish. Hello, Lauren. Hello. Hey, Lauren, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine. Stuart, meet Lauren. Lauren, meet Stuart. I feel like I'm dating here. Hello. <laughs> no one is it's saying, no, you're not dating. Don't tell, don't tell my partner that. I won't. I won't. Uh, Take that back every moment. Yeah, it's it's been so long since we spoke, Trev. I didn't know your name has now become Trevelyan Headwardian. Yes, I've changed Skype. it by deed poll. Yes. What's all that about? What happened to Trev Spielberg? Uh, that, uh, that was only you that called me that. No one else. I was, I was Richie. That, that, I think oh, it was Richie, Richie or Luke, one of them two. Is that going to be, that gonna be your accredited name, Trev? I hope not. Sincerely, <laughs> hey, hope not. Hey, no. no, you know what that was? I had to, as I spoke to Stu earlier, I had a real bad crash on Windows. I completely lost it, so I had to reinstall it. And yeah. then I had to re-put Skype on there. Um, and I just kind of had to reconfigure it all. And I just thought, oh, just, just be silly. Let's just put a silly name in for a minute. So, <laughs> And I just forgot to take it off. So I'm there you go. of it. I like all it. secrets are coming out. And Stu... Yep. Um, I had the volume. I've got um, like a headset with a volume switch attached to the lead, and I had that. <laughs> I had that turned all the way down, which is why I couldn't. Wow. Some filmmaker you are. You can't even work Skype. It's all that about. Well, now you know what the film's going to be like. It's going to be totally rubbish because I don't know what I'm doing at all. So they... people will be like. True. People will be like that. Film is genius. It's like the artist. Nobody speaks, but they all look like they're having a conversation. It's amazing, and some of it's black and white. Some of it's color. It's a big mishmash of everything. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully. So anyway, how's everybody been? I've been okay. How's how's Lauren been? I've been really good, thanks, guys. Yeah, I've been really good. Busy, good. which is a good thing. So as long as it's good busy and not bad busy. Yeah, good busy. <laughs> not not too much real work of what I like to say, but a lot of acting, which is good. That's real work. Yeah, I know. That's it is real work. Yeah, there's a lot of hours that go into that, isn't there, Trev? Oh, Trevelyan. Yes, yep. yes. <laughs> yeah, well, lots, people seem to get busy when they're halfway through doing a film with me, which is incredibly annoying. 
but there you go that's that's the way it is now but uh no lauren's been brilliant she's been uh she's been fantastic with us she's always kind of like keen to kind of turn up on whatever dates we've got planned so that's really so uh, has there been bits like right i'm ready to shoot guys and you go brilliant i'm free uh, third weekend of october and you're like but it's january you're like oh, sorry. Know, yeah definitely that's how it's been <laughs> Stu. seriously you wow it, right. that is, i think because there's so many people in the cast as well um and a lot of people have been coming in and out of it at yeah points and we get the scripts in a way which is amazing where we don't know what's going on so it's not a set script that we're each given we're just given the parts that we're in so yeah. it's just kind of like whenever the people who are in that scene can make it. And so we should yeah, but Lauren, Lauren I, I've been helping the social media campaign for what? It's like two years now or something, Trev? Uh, yeah, and, yeah it seems about 10. Enough. It seems about and, 10, and, but yeah, about two. I, I don't even know what the film's about. <laughs> oh, my and, gosh. <laughs> and I'm in it. I still don't know what it's about. So, you know, imagine how hard it is to help publicize a movie that you don't know what it's about it's fun i prefer it that way to be I'll honest you, i'll tell you something though if you put everything together of what's out there you can really piece together what the film's about especially with the last video that went up featuring yep. sky as well one of the characters one of the smaller characters in the film but a really important character yeah i don't know if anyone saw that one that went up yeah the last one that you put on yeah it's um emma who we've kind of like met through Wack Arts, which is a um, performing arts place up in Belsize Park who we're doing some work with. Um, mm. She came in and we were, we were shooting um, one of her monologues and she was just like brilliant in that. And I thought she would be excellent as this Sky character. I was going to bring somebody in, um, just kind of like a couple of people that I knew that could play it. But when I saw her do her monologue, I thought, you know, she's really brilliant at this. She'll be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it yeah. Your main idea that you can get because obviously none of the plot lines that are massive to, to it have been released but you know just the idea of fear and how we as people deal with it and I think that that's explored loads that's exactly it film. yeah I mean it's all if you can put the film in sorry Lauren don't mean to cut you off there but no. yeah if you can if you can put the film into one kind of context in that way it is all about people's fears and it's how they deal with that and sometimes it's how they don't deal with it particularly well which is yeah. you know and what is you know what's reality and what's fantasy to us and how much of fear is created in our own minds rather than yeah. what's actually happening which is why I think the whole all the characters in the film they kind of explore that and how they they react in the different situations, especially my character Natasha, in what realm or world that she's put in and in what time it is, how she's yep. reacting in those situations and why what's being created in her head. She is being informed by what's previously happened and what's going to happen or what she might know and what somebody else doesn't. Yeah, that's it. See, there you go, Stu. Now everybody knows what the film's about. There you go. <laughs> nice. All that together and you've got it. If you've been uh, paying attention to the witch movie social media, have you seen several tweets going towards that? Because they seem to be getting it mixed up with The Witch, oh, which is so currently witch. in cinemas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had somebody tweeted that today saying, oh, I've just been comparing the scores of the critics against the reviews. I'm, thinking, I'm pretty sure you haven't. But, but I haven't got the heart, well, that's really. That's what I that was about. Oh, I wonder that's, what that bloke yeah, was going That was on Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on it's Twitter. Great, and then, because the more people, you know, because that's obviously a, quite a big budget film that people are watching, but ours is going to be, hopefully, for us on a similar scale. And the more people, if that, they're getting mixed up, then they'll get to know a lot about our project as well. Because yeah. as it's tagged in that. <laughs> so, 
I put out one tweet, I think, about three weeks ago saying as much as it's great to be confused with the witch, uh, yeah. we're not that one. So if anybody asks at any point in the future, it's on the timeline, just go check back. We're not trying to say that like you're the witch, no. but it is quite amusing where yeah, people are like, like, oh, sorry, the cinema last week, you're like, pretty sure you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I went off, because I didn't know nothing about that film at all. It kind of like just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I just see it come up on IMDb because when, you, when you're looking at Witch anyway, I mean, as I do sometimes just to check things out, um, it does see kind of, which told you things that are similar. And then The Witch came up and I thought, what's all that about? And yeah. I, I checked it and um, it's an independent film still. Um, but yeah, there's no kind of resemblance to the storyline, thankfully, what we're doing. But it's, it does look, you know, some nice cinematography in there. I've seen a yeah. trailer to it. And yeah, good luck to him for that. Mm-hmm. I walked into my old workplace the other week and somebody went, that oh, film's coming out of the year, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it's not. Oh, that. really? It's <laughs> happening to you only, though, Stuart. Yeah. Thanks. Is it? Yeah, it's only it? you. No one's come up to me and said, hey, that, that film, The Witch, I'll see the trailer the other night. I was like, no, it hasn't yeah. happened to me. It must be up your neck of the woods, mate. Which it is. is that's how soon, though, hopefully. I think all yes. of the actors are kind of pushing Trev for a kind of final shooting date. But... <laughs> Well, I was at three last year and none of them have come out yet. So they're all going to come out this year. So I'll look like one of those people that's just like, hey, you've been busy. It's like, eh, kind of have, but not that busy. No, made three yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. It's almost like when you've done all the work and then it's released a few months later, you can actually see the finished product, product yeah. and be proud of yourself. Eggs. <laughs> exactly. So what, what's the subject tonight, Trev? Every time Trev shows up on a podcast, he always brings somebody with him. So... Uh, you can introduce Lauren, how you first met Lauren, etc., etc. Sure. Uh, just generally, just have a good old chimwag about whatever. Yeah, uh, a few things to talk about tonight, obviously, which we can talk a bit more about that. Um, but yeah, it's good to be able to bring Lauren, Lauren Dalton, onto the show tonight. It's the first time that she's Hello. been on the show. This is Lauren, who plays the part of Natasha Varner in the film. Uh, interesting how we met, because I think it was on social media. It was, I remember now. Um, mm-hmm. It was Carl our DOP and beloved editor uh, who sent me a personal message on Facebook saying, Oh, uh, check Lauren out. She's a friend of someone that I know. And I'm like, okay, um, fine. Um, where, whereabouts, who do you know? How do you know her from Carl? And apparently, um, I think Carl knew your mum from, was it salsa or something, Lauren? Yeah, from salsa class. (laughs) From salsa class, which Carl used to, you know, he's a teacher. So he teaches that. Um, and I said, okay, well, fine, yeah, I'll check it out. And he said, oh, she's been to the Central School of Speech and Drama. It should be cool. So I said, okay, great, check it all out. So I went to, um, I remember, I think it was IMDb that I first went to and, and saw, I think it was your show reel on. Yeah. And had a look at that. And you can tell straight away that obviously she had a, a good range. And I thought, yeah, this is good. And at first I thought, okay, I'll get in touch. Um, and even if it's kind of like just a small role, like an interviewee or something, and, you know, we'll have a chat and we'll see what direction it takes us in, into. And we were doing the short films at the time as well. I think we just done The Door. We'd done um, Is It Over as well and Three Chairs. Um, and then we, I, I kind of like had all these pre-written. And I wanted to do one called Love You More, but I had to be really kind of careful about who I cast for because it was a very emotional role, like both characters in it. Um, and I think I remember mentioning it to you and sent you the script and then sent Natalie the script. Yeah. Because um, I think going, that's just going by your show, at the, the range that I saw on there, I thought, you know, if anyone can play this part, you can. So I thought, well, if we get together and just go, do a read through and just do a rehearsal um, and see how it goes. And then that's what happened. Lauren turned up with um, 
Natalie, and uh, yeah, just blew us away with the performances. It was really good. I remember it being very emotional as well, which, it, yeah. which is what the script called for. And I just knew from from that moment that you know Lauren was the one to play the role. And I think at that time as well, I just said, "Oh, we're also doing a feature at the moment called Witch, and um, you know, if you want to get involved with that, you know, we'll have a chat about that as well." Yeah. So that's kind of like a little bit of how we kind of first met. But, yeah, it was a superb, um, both her and Natalie playing uh, the roles in Love You More, which was very emotional. It was very difficult to kind of get into that zone. But both girls um, performed really well. Yeah. Well, and what are, your, what are your memories from your first encounter of uh, Trevelyan Hedwardian? Oh, I won't get to say that name. Um, <laughs> I was just really excited because I didn't – even with my mum, she just said that she'd mentioned it to a class that she went to. I think it was like a one-off thing that she did. And then, and so I didn't know much about it either. And then so I went on um, Seventh Dream Ventures website and the videography. And I looked at some of the work that they'd already done. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'd love to be involved in some of the projects. Because the way that they're shot and the writing is amazing as well. Um, so when then when Trev sent me the script for Love You More... I was just more excited than anything because of the, the relationship that was created between the two girls. And just, yeah, it, it, like Trev says, it, it was such an emotional piece. And even though it was only four minutes long, I feel like due to the writing, you got to know the characters really well and you were like emotionally invested in what was happening to them. Yeah, definitely. Was, yeah. So then when we went on set, it was just so easy. Like, I think it's a good is a knack for a director to make their actors feel so comfortable. Um, but as soon as I got there, I was, I was just excited. And the energy on set is that, you know, you can explore and you can try and do whatever. Yeah. A, whatever you bring is okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can, you can experiment and do different things. And I think that's why we created such a beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. And working with Natalie as well. And also the other projects that I've worked on with Trev, the standard of acting is amazing. And it's it's a privilege when you're acting with somebody else who kind of pushes you and is also in it with you. And you're able to create a connection and like a chemistry on screen. So that's why working with the company and in which as well, having previously worked with some of the actors on other short film projects and watched them. It's been just, it's been amazing. <laughs> it's oh, been thank you. Fun. See, I've got a satisfied customer, Stu. That can't be yeah. bad. Yay! It's you have a few. <laughs> I'm one, I'm one too. Oh, thank you. But no, <laughs> it was, uh, Lauren, it was over a year when I was on my on the set for, yeah. I think it was like over a year. Was it around a year, mm-hmm. Trev? Yeah, give or take. I'm at remembering dates, to be fair. Uh, so am I. So I, I had to ask somebody what year it was that I was on set the other night, the other um, month and it turns out it was last March um, <laughs> and I was on set and I did my bit and then I toddled off and then within the past probably two or three months I saw one of the trailers for Witch and I looked at it and I'm like this looks amazing I'm, de- I'm definitely going to get cut out <laughs> so it was like oh my god <laughs> no no you, it does. no you weren't because you're in the Welcome to Swinford trailer I don't know if you saw that one yeah, I did right. and it was, it was so weird 
what yeah. you mean a trailer because if you <laughs> rewind back to the beginning of my life type thing i would i didn't like people taking photos of me i don't like now i do q a panels and chat to red dwarf cast members and doc two people in front of hundreds of people while they've been for, so I, a lot of that's down to trev actually it kind of, <laughs> no i think it, you're giving me a bit Ted, too much credit there i would say a lot of it is because i realized that if i stand in front of a camera and people are filming me and people are watching me i don't explode I don't sort of yeah. shrivel up and the ground eats me up. It's like, you know what? Nothing bad happened, so therefore I will continue to do it. So a lot of it is down to you, so take the compliment. Okay. And yeah. I don't take compliments we very have a lot of, We do have no, a lot I, of jokes. We have a lot of jokes, but <laughs> then when it's serious, we're, we're serious. But that's what's a nice thing as well. You yeah. know, it's not it, on set. It's very free and it's very fun. And it's kind oh. of like a safe place to work in. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, did you see the trailer to Welcome to Swimford? It's the one with Weaver in it when he pulls out yeah. this thing. Yeah, do you remember Stu is the guy with the map? With the? That's that Stuart. He's the guy with the map at the start. Oh, right. Walking through the... Okay. That's Stuart. That's his <laughs> moment of fame. It is. I'll the first watch of, it. I'll rewatch it, Stuart. I'm sure it's fantastic. I'll, I'll post the link up again. I'll post it up again. It's been a while since it's gone up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I remember because I wear glasses in life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, at that time, and still now, I'm not a fan of wearing the glasses while I'm on camera or whatever. But Q&A panels, you kind of got to, or you fall off a stage. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'm going to do the scenes for which without the glasses. Now, when Trev's pointing, going, hit that mark there, that ain't easy when you're not wearing glasses. <laughs> and you got contacts then, no? you not got contacts. No, co- I used to wear contact lenses, but they don't work in my eyes anymore. I, it's as if I've got dust in my eyes, so it's a pain in the neck. Yeah. So it's a case of, right, put the glasses on. Right, that's the mark you want me to hit. Take the glasses off. Hopefully, I can remember where it was and run for it. So uh, there was a lot of instances of that. So I had my glasses in my pocket all the time. So very, very happy, crazy memories. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember it well. So, yes, me too. <laughs> so, I don't know if there's I, any. I'm trying to think of some awkward moments of me on set, Trev. I don't awkward know, moments. Um, yeah, I don't really know any embarrassing moments. I think well, there's been a few outtakes with like the, the usual fluffing of lines and stuff, but fortunately yeah, for you, that that doesn't happen too often. No. You're one, Didn't you're me. one of the few where we're we're pretty good with things like that, Lord. Like there's been lots of other kind of people that have yeah. you know forgot their lines and stuff and <laughs> pick it up. But no, yeah, I'm the, sure we've got lots of stuff I'm on the. Sure we've thing. got some. I think with um, Natasha as well, some of her lines are quite bold she's quite i think she's quite a sexual character yeah. so a lot of the things we've, we've had a bit of fun with you know with the other with the other cast members on set and the way that we, we've been saying the lines <laughs> yeah definitely and also in the nuances as well i think like when we were shooting varna and dark that scene yeah. that scene with megan megan mm-hmm. swin came in first and played the part of kira she was brilliant by the way she'd yeah. she'd done very little in the way of acting she's like a dancer and she came in um, and she really played that part well. Um, but there was one little scene there where you've got to give her a look or something, and I said, "Well, make it a little bit sexy." So I make it like a little bit of a sexy look to kind of throw her off guard. And yeah, yeah that, that worked really well as well. So that was yeah. fun. <laughs> I remember, remember some of the lines I had with a, an awesome co-star. I don't want to mention who it is in case it's somehow plot relevant, but I, I would say my line. Then I'd say his, <laughs> and then like, get this really weird look going, that was my line. I'm like, okay, let's try that again. Oh, that was, no, that was Richie. Was that Richie? <laughs> it was Richie, yeah. It was yeah. Richie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You know, 
<laughs> and then there's the the infamous Richie story that I've told at least probably about a dozen times when he said, do you want to practice? And I went, no, no, I'll be right. And he gave me this look that pretty much, he spoke nothing, but the look said, look said really, all, yeah. you don't want to practice. Really? That's a story I have often told. And I, I do like telling that story because it, tells people how stupid I was at that moment. You know, you know what that time. was? It's probably because it's the sort of thing that may have helped Rich as well kind of get into the zone. So he mm. probably gave you a bit of daggers thinking, oh, it's supposed to bloody help me as well as you, you know. Uh, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure. If it had, uh, no, I think I'd like to think it was him going, really? Okay. <laughs> you cannot run before you can walk. <laughs> okay, you do that. I'm going to practice over here <laughs> on my own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Richie would nail it and I would just like miss the nail. Oh, so was, no. <laughs> it was fun. I've not had a chance to work with Richie yet. I think that's another cool but weird thing. There's so many actors in the film and not all of them have interacted yet. Yeah, so there's a I lot. There's find... a lot. Sorry, Lon. Yeah, sorry, carry on. I've, I've interrupted. Oh, no, no, it's fine. So I was uh, just going to say, I always kind of try to push you to find out who I'm going to be working with to then try and find out. Yeah. No, Lauren's abs- she's absolutely right. There's a lot of cast in it, a lot of characters. There's quite a few characters that don't get to meet in the film mm-hmm. because it would just turn into like a six-hour epic if they were. Yeah. Um, so there is... and, the, and the problem is six hours, that's fine. <laughs> I know so, you would like it, it, Stu. You are yeah, probably about the only two that would, to be fair, <laughs> watching the DVD of it. Um, Let's DVD commentary that. If it's a six-hour version, you and I need to do the commentary. Yeah, well, we'll, <laughs> do, a, we'll do a DVD commentary together anyway. So that's, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, there's, there are quite a few characters that don't get to meet because, you know, for the time factor of it. Um, so I don't know. Lauren won't meet Richie in the film. Uh, <laughs> Richie's practically finished now. You know, big shout out to Richie as well tonight because Richie's uh, he's recovering from his operation. Yeah. Which, um, and we're waiting for Richie to get well. So get well soon, Richie, and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Uh, we've got Richie to come back in and, and just do a few pick-up shots and for the first scene where he, he meets Sarah Grant for the first time as well. So we've got that to come up. But, yeah, there are quite a few characters that don't get to meet up, but everything does still link up without them meeting up, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and you have to try, you have to try and <laughs> convince the other actors to tell you little things, <laughs> like, about their character. And about Is that their... what you do? Is that what you do? Yeah. Yeah, oh, right. okay. um, Louis Keane, who plays Remington, and he's obviously uh, somebody who I look up to in the film, well, at least at the beginning. Uh, and um, he, I was, it was so random. I was on the tube reading a script for which, and he got on and sat directly opposite me. And like, we didn't notice each other for a while. And then he was like, Lauren. And I was like, oh my gosh, don't wow. look at the script. Don't look at the script. <laughs> I never knew that. It's the first time you told me that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he sat next to me and was like, let me see. What is it? Tell me what's going on. And it was something that's really significant to to the film that he's not supposed to know. So I was like, no, 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 you can move away from me. That's brilliant. (laughs) Love the story. Yeah. Now, there's a big scene between which we've already shot as well, which, you know, is probably the most powerful and important scene in the film, which is Varna and Dark when they meet up to this confrontation. Yeah. A lot kind of in between the dialogue, a lot is kind of spoken about what most of the film is about and, you know, what's happening here and, and what's happening with, with this person and that. And the whole kind of what's happening, the big build up to what's going to come towards the end is revealed mm-hmm. in that scene as well. So for me, in the whole script, that was the most important scene in the film to shoot and get done right. So there you yeah. go. Hope. Now, was was the most important scene in the film not your role, Trev? Not the director role. Oh, you know what? You know what? I've got another bit coming up soon that I've got to be in. 
Have you? Yeah, yeah. The scene uh, we're doing a scene called Fear Two. Okay, yeah. that's, that's all I can say about it. And there's a guy that comes in who's just like a studio hand, but he's he's a little bit evil, a little bit sinister with his look as he calls this person in through the door. Um, and I didn't really find any time to get anyone to come in to play it. So I thought, well, you know what? It's, it's really simple. All I've got to do is look kind of evil. So I'm just going to do it myself. So, yeah, that should be fun. We're hopefully going to do that in the next few weeks or so. Nice. How much fun was it? Was it kind of weird appearing in it? when you're directing it or is it something you've done before in like your short films or whatever um when i like many years ago when we first got into films i was kind of acting quite a bit and i was on these silly little shows on channel four called i think it was called takeover tv they used to show like clip, yeah. clips from people's amateur films mm-hmm. um they used to be on there quite a lot as well in, in little bits and pieces but that was kind of i was doing my writing as well at that time and i realized that you know the writing side of things is what i wanted to get into so no there is some very embarrassing footage of me which fortunately isn't available online because it was back in the video era Damn. Uh, but i do actually have it on my hard drive but it's real bad vhs quality Stu. you know what i mean it's, it's really bad um but you can see what's happening and all that but it's uh that was back in my acting days and it was ridiculous I will. I will. So, when are you going to be leaving your house for a great length of time, Trev? Oh, not, not for too long. I will tell you that one scene I had to play in this film was a burning hot summer's day, and I was covered from head to foot in tin foil. Seriously. That's, what? Yeah, it was. It was a comedy. Um, it was about. Um, it was called the Pedestrian Code, and it was about being noticed in the street and by traffic. Okay. And I had to be covered in from head to foot in tinfoil and I had a big yellow fireman's hat on. It's all to be seen by drivers in the street. It was really silly. Um, but it just happened to be a real burning hot summer's day and I was almost passing out because tinfoil really tightly wound around your whole body does not really go too well on a hot summer's day. Yeah. Can, can we uh, make a sequel and call it Foiled Again? <laughs> so I'm up for that. Yeah. that would... I'll put it as an Easter egg or something. Really hard to find one on the DVD. That's yep. like when we were filming um, Detriment, do you remember? And yep. I was having, I was running up and down, up and down. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> there were different shots and it was boiling. I was like, can I just have one minute? <laughs> it was a warm day that day, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah, so used to filming in the cold, but yeah. I remember that because we were like we were shooting up Snake's Lane, which is where we shot some stuff from Witch as well. And it's a big long road, and um, we had to do this profile shot of, of Florence's character, Amanda, just because she's like a keep fit fanatic. She's jogging up the road, and we had to do this this long shot, and we had to cut to an, an angle. And then we had Carl on his motorbike, yeah. like a pass with Paul on the back with the camera. We had to do this shot of um, Lauren just kind of jogging up, and we had to do this. It actually turned out really nice and smooth. Of yeah. This, big pan going across with a like a little visual effect over the top of it but yeah it was it was quite a warm day but i'm so used to being kind of like filming in the cold now i can't remember the warm days when we yeah like in warehouses <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was quite chilly even jumping up and down <laughs> next one's it a was... light shoot, i think isn't it so i have to I'll be bring cold. layers yeah, you know what though? It's, uh, that's April the eleventh, and of course yes. the, the original call time was six p.m. Uh, now, of course, it doesn't get dark now to about quarter to eight, eight o'clock. Yeah. So it looks like it may be a bit of a late one that, but hopefully everyone will be on point and we'll get it shot yeah. because we can. Yeah. That that is nice. a night shoot. That's one of the, I think one of one of two from one of two of the night shoots that we got in the film. That should be interesting. So how different for you, Trev, is which turning out now 
than it was way back when? Or is it pretty much still, you know, the vision that you had, or has it evolved? It's actually got better than what I originally had, because in the case of Lauren's character, Natasha, um, originally I had to take her out of the draft, right, I think the third or the fourth draft that I did of it, um, realising that I probably wouldn't get anyone good enough to play the part, so reluctantly I had to take the character out. Um, so back then, we first started shooting the film, and then... Um, when we met Lauren, I, I realized I could bring Natasha back into it, fortunately. So it's actually got better with Natasha being in it than it would have been if she wasn't, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, you're welcome. No, it's, it's, it's better. Um, and some of the scenes that we've got, we've got most of the scenes on the timeline now on, on, on the program, just looking at them. Um, and they look really good, yeah, and the performances are great, um, and it's all gelling together well. So it's looking, if I can, you know, be a bit optimistic and say it's looking slightly better than what I originally planned for it to look, so that's good. Okay. Now, Lauren, have you seen any of the footage, or is, is Trev and the crew very I've secretive about I've actually seen quite a bit of it. <laughs> well, not quite a bit. I've seen some some of the scenes that I've been in and then before I came on board with the project Trev showed me um a few th- scenes with Layla Couture so the uh, girl who's playing the younger her I don't know how much I'm allowed to say I'm like, oh, the, <laughs> oh little um yeah Rachel little and, Sam little Sam that plays yeah and yeah. I just thought that I thought it was amazing but I'm very I've been very limited in what I've been allowed to see although we try and push every time that we're <laughs> At Paul's house, who's the producer, obviously, um, we try and push him to let us see some stuff. But it's kind of good not knowing. Yeah, it's nice it's... to not know, especially in, as for the character, because I wouldn't know half the stuff that's going on. So it's good to keep to keep all the actors guessing. Yeah, it makes fresh. That's right. And the scenes that you do get to see are obviously rough cuts as well, without any kind of you know music or anything involved with it. So it's gonna yeah as well and the edits are normally going to be a lot more tighter than what they are because when mm-hmm. Carl sends me them edits just to approve um, I always look at it and think well this needs to be cut down a bit this is going on for too long so what you yeah. have seen already is going to be a lot tighter yeah a lot quicker. And what I have seen already as well that like the cinematography is awesome even though it's not been finished properly and especially some of the scenes with the makeup uh, the makeup artist is really great on the project um, Ruth yeah Ruth, yeah, and some of the scenes are visually really cool. Yeah, they are. <laughs> to watch, especially the scene with um, me and Paul Duncan, uh, who plays Gavin, so he's quite central to my character, and there's a scene where he's, he gets to have a lot of cool makeup done. Yeah, that's cool, yeah, I remember that one. I think, like, fair play to Ruth, she's she's done amazing on the film, and especially, yeah. with, the, especially with the creation of Weaver's makeup. I yeah, mean, wow. <laughs> because that went through stages. I think the first time we shot Keelan as Weaver, we saw him without any makeup on at all, because it was in his very early embryonic stage before the curse took hold, um, mm-hmm. without saying too much about him. But, yeah, we've, we saw him actually without any makeup on, and suddenly we wanted a gradual build of makeup, so he's, he's gradually deteriorating the, all the way through the film. Um, so there's different phases of makeup, but the last scene we've got to shoot with him is, is yeah, he's looking pretty poorly, to be fair. But um, yeah, it's great makeup. There's pictures of him on the Facebook, though, isn't there? Oh, there is, yeah. There's main, uh, probably in his third or fourth kind of variation of makeup, yeah. 
After there was one day when he'd finished shooting and he was still in full makeup wearing a vest and it looked a bit of a mess because yeah. he was meant to. He went for breakfast in a local cafe. Yeah, we were in the cafe in Oakwood. Jane <laughs> went, I've got to have me, uh, got to have something to eat. I'm he starving. went with me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of like thinking, Keenan, don't you want to get all the makeup off first? He said, no, no. And he was going to go home on the tube with it on. Yeah, and when he did, there was some kid sitting opposite him who was looking at him open mouthed, terrified. The poor kid probably had nightmares for the rest of the week. Yeah, because he Scary. <laughs> he does, yeah. And he plays on it though. That's the thing. He would, I can't see him having, you know, said, "Don't worry, little child." I've just been on a film set. He would probably just still be in the role. Yeah. I reckon he went for it. Yeah, he's a bit Methodist, Kaylin. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kaylin's been Definitely. like, you know, we've got some great cast members in the film, obviously, but Kaylin's been great because he needed to be very kind of athletic in his performance as well. Mm-hmm. There's one there's one scene that we shot with him where he's he's up on high in a big rack and he's literally got a pounce pounce towards the character that kind of faces off with him. And I was quite concerned I think I might have mentioned this before, Stu, I'm not sure. Forgive me if I have, but um he was quite Keelan gets into it and he said he wants to spring forward and he's about, I don't know, 20 foot, 20, 30 foot up on this rack. And I'm thinking, well, look, don't spring forward too much because we've got no safety mat down because if you spring forward and you fall off, that's it. Broken leg, mm-hmm. bare minimum. So yep. kind of the actress has walked in and he's got to kind of make a face and pounce and he's jerked forward and I'm thinking, oh Christ, I'm like having kittens. Um, and then he's kind of like, he's just... It, he had to flex his body quite considerably to kind of get right out. Um, but, yeah, it was a bit of a worrying moment because if he would have fell, fallen off of there, I would have been, um, I don't know, a little bit concerned. But, no, it, was, it all worked out well in the end. I'd Trevor had been concerned well. going, hmm, I need to change the schedules. That's that's what I would have been. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, no, I saw I saw him bouncing around like a bleeding spider monkey in the forest. It's like I was tired just watching him, like, alone, <laughs> springing, springing around like Usain Bolt. Yeah, well, that was one um, day it was freezing. It was freezing that day, wasn't it, Stuart? Everyone was cold. And- it was. And he stood up while Ruth was putting the makeup on for, what, 90 minutes or whatever? A couple of hours, it seemed. He just didn't even bat an eyelid. Yeah, no. Everybody, everybody's going over going, well, do you want to borrow a glove? Yeah, I mean, he was he was shaking quite a bit, and we got that big coat on him in a, in a hurry. So I was a bit concerned that he wasn't going to get pneumonia or nothing. But now he's a trooper. He's Kaylin. He does really well. He's yes. one of the... Uh, one of the best performers in the film. That's not taking anything away from everybody else, but he's, there's stronger people in it than others. There's people with bigger parts than, than others as well. So, But he's um, obviously one of the main bad guys in it, so he's got to be good. <laughs> also, one of your uh, fellow cast members, Sean Cronin, every time I put a film on nowadays, he seems to be in it. He's, he's a busy <laughs> chap, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Mission Impossible 5, Kill Kane. Um, what did I watch the other week? Uh, there's a film called The Antwerp Dolls coming out. He's in that as well. He's... Yeah. He's a busy guy, is old John. Yeah. It's... What's that noise? Oh, sorry, it was my phone. <laughs> sorry That's another that. job. That's another job come through for life. Yeah. Exactly. I thought it was the ice cream man outside. I thought, well, it's a bit early in the year. Yeah, I, want, I wanted one. I'm like, oh, 99 with a flake, please. It'll probably cost me about £8, so I don't know why they call them 99s anymore. Yeah, right now. 99 quid, probably, do. That's... Yeah, something like that. But no, so... Sean's great. You know, he's... Um... You know, he's always busy as Sean, you know, playing the villains and stuff. And if he's not doing that, he's DOPing on somebody's film. So, yeah, it's all good news. Mm-hmm. He's busy. It, was a, it gave me a nice little smile. I could actually watch Mission Impossible 5 going, yep, I'm in the same film as somebody from Mission Impossible 5. <laughs> 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 Which is pretty cool. It's all like that. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to hear one of my embarrassing stories from Twitter? 
yeah. which I shall tell you, I told this in a horror podcast last night. Apparently, the French Connection, the movie, is 45 years old now, which is like, holy crap, didn't know that film was 45 years old. Yeah. So a friend of mine who's also a filmmaker, a guy called Dominic Burns, who's made a bunch of movies, he had sent William Friedkin, the director of that, The Exorcist, yeah. a tweet saying, watch the film, it's amazing. So me being me, I'm like, I'm going to jump in the middle of this conversation because okay. it's Dominic Burns and William Freakin. So I sent, I sent them a message saying, um, I pretty much watch The French Connection once every year. I thought, there's no way that film could be 45. But then I realized... I'm also 45, so I'm the same age as French Connection. There you go. So next thing, William Friedkin starts following me, and then he wishes me a happy birthday. Oh, wow. But it's not my birthday. <laughs> so, but I really, I didn't have the heart to actually correct William Friedkin and say, excuse me, director of The Exorcist, you've made a mistake. Of course so not. I just he's kinda, always right, even sl- when he's wrong. I let it slide. So that was kind uh, of... And he's following me. you as well. He's now following me, wow. Yeah, which is really bizarre. But it's all downhill, because one day, you know, I would love... Th- me and Billy Friedkin to become best mates. Yeah, the odds on it happening a bit slim. Well, you never know. Um, You're calling him Billy already, so there you go. I'm calling him Billy. That's what he called him on DVD conference. Yeah. They call him Billy. Um, so it's all downhill. So one day I will wake up, and he probably will have unfollowed me for some reason, and I'll be sad. Nice. So <laughs> I love his film To Live and Die in L.A. Did you ever see that? I mentioned that. I said that we need to have a Friedkin fest, and I actually included To Live and Die in L.A., right. one of the best right. freeway chases up the wrong way yeah. that I've ever seen. It's an awesome film. Great score by Wang Chung as well. I remember having the CD to that quite a few years ago. I mean, that makes I had the cassette tape. No, that one. seriously, I did. The I did. That makes I you older than me. I don't care. <laughs> it just makes me poorer than you. I could never afford CDs until later on in life. So, Come yeah. On, great story, though. Great story. We love I'm Friedkin. <laughs> we do. So, what is the time scale for which? Have we got any updates? On- okay, well, I can tell you what I know. Um, I can tell you that we're 85% to 90% shot. So, that's Ooh. good. Uh, there are still about five scenes left to shoot, plus pickups, and then we're into post. So, I'm quite happy with that. Um, and again, it's just the frustration is just to get the dates locked in from the actors. That's always a bit of a chore, which is why I leave it to Paul because I lose patience. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we've got the, the locking in with the date. We've got April the 11th done. I'm trying to get another date done as well. And Paul's going to get the last of the few as well to do. Uh, nice. The last scenes that we've got are quite big, though. So, yeah. and the, the very last scene means bringing most characters or quite a few characters back as well. So, God knows how long that's going to take to shoot, but it shouldn't take too long. But we well, that, that, that makes one hell of a rap party then if the really big scene has uh, most of the cast. Yeah. And it's like, woohoo! <laughs> Yeah, you know, Richie. I think it's Richie and Luke keep asking me, "Oh, when's the rap party? When we're gonna have the rap party?" Because they're the young uns of the show. They are. You know, and, <laughs> uh, and Lauren, of course. <laughs> yeah. Present company included. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, is it selfishness? I don't know. But all I'm thinking of is, I just want to get the film shot for now. Just let me get all the scenes shot, and then I can think, yeah. you know, about about a party. We'll go for a drink or whatever, and you know. Uh-huh. Just have Trev have the rap party over Skype, right? <laughs> or, that would be cheap. Or, or a, a hashtag on Twitter. Hashtag which rap party? There you go. Tweet to your heart's content. Drink yeah. in your own house. That way you can be at home with your feet up. That's a pretty good idea. I'm going to make a note of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cheap. You can have that. You can have that one for free. You can fine. say the first round is on you. That could be the tagline. Yeah. Yeah. The, but I think we should just do it after we shoot the last scene. If there's loads of the characters in it. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, because a lot of principal cast members do come back for that. So it's, yeah, we can we can do that. 
There you go. Yeah, I, miss podca- I miss podcasting with Richie and Luke. I used to sort of chat to those two guys all the time, and I've not done it for absolutely ages. So, um, Richie and Luke, yeah, we need to podcast at some point in sure. the future. I'm sure they'll get around to it. Oh, they will. <laughs> yeah. So we, we normally do it when James Bond news or Rocky news comes out. But, you know, there's been a Bond movie out. We didn't podcast. There's been a Rocky movie out. We didn't podcast. So we're slipping. Oh, no. Because they <sighs> Hey, Bob, especially Richie. Oh, yeah. He loves it. <laughs> he does. Definitely. So are you a big film fan as well, Lauren, other than like being in them? Yeah. Watching them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love I love watching films. I watch way too many of, and too many series as well. I feel like I'm constantly watching TV. <laughs> what are um, some of your go-to shows at the minute? Oh, at the moment, oh, I've just started watching 13. I stayed up till about five in the morning last night watching it on BBC One. Okay. Oh, it's yep. amazing. Have you, have you seen it? I haven't have you, even have heard it? of it. Oh, nope. my God. <laughs> you haven't heard of something, Stu. That's a first. <laughs> TV, oh, yeah. I'm terrible on. <laughs> Brilliant. It's about a girl who was abducted for 13 years. And it's basically about her like integrating back into society and the effects that she has on like, her family and the people around her. It's it's really great. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, if, uh, if only I got the time to watch. I mean, I don't watch TV now. But the thing that I've been watching, because I was recommended it by a couple of people, is because I'm a big fan of Mads Mikkelsen as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know whatever way you pronounce it, is, is Hannibal. So I'm watching that at the moment. Um okay. Which, uh, season are you, which season are you on? I'm just, I've just got season one and two at the moment. I, I watched about three episodes last night. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's well shot. It's well acted, of course. I think the guy that plays opposite Mr. Mickelson, Michelson, what way do you pronounce that? Uh, Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. I call him Mads. That's the easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I call him Billy. I call everybody Billy. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Mr. Freaking, of course. But no, oh, yeah. the, um, the, the guy that's playing opposite Mads is an English actor who, who plays an American in the film. I always like that. How they can really pull the accents off well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just he... watching the first few episodes of that because um, it was recommended to me. So, And it was quite cheap on Amazon. So I just picked it up fairly cheap. That's always the winner, isn't it? Like, oh, that's cheap. I'll buy it. Well, I always <laughs> check if it's on Netflix first, and of course, this one has, isn't. So the next thing is to to get it for four quid or whatever. On, on oh that. gosh, that's going to be another one that I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, Han- it's, Hannibal. It is good visually. It's one of the the best visual TV shows ever. Really, the cinematography is amazing. What's his name from the Matrix? He's in it. Is he? Uh, yeah, Fishburne. Yeah, Larry, Larry Fishburne. That's him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Billy Fishburne, no. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> but I struggled with season three of Hannibal because it just it's it's weird. I mean, you'll have seen elements of that in season one, Trev, when it's just like I'm not even sure I know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's I did. Very, you know what? I, very surreal yeah, and weird. I had to cheat a bit because he didn't say nothing about it on the back of the box. So, I, and when this guy turns up, I'm thinking, well, that's not mad. This is the first episode. I'm thinking, well, what's mm. this? Guy? And then all this weird stuff starts happening, and then he sees a murder in reverse, and I'm thinking, right, I don't know what's happening here. Let me Wikipedia it. <laughs> so I went on and just found out that he was like and uh, works for the FBI, and he's got these kind of uncanny premonitions of how killers work, and he can see it all in reverse as well of how it works. So I needed yeah. to know that before I carried on watching it because it's just a little annoyance. I needed to know what he was about before I saw the. It felt kind of like Millennium. <laughs> 
the uh, Lance yeah. Henriksen show where you're like, I don't really know how he's doing what he's doing, but now I know what he's doing. It's fine. I'll just put up with it. But season three was bonkers. It was like, yeah. I have no idea what's going on with Hannibal. So I did check one, out. I've got one and two, so I'll just stop after that. Yeah, it's probably I did. I pretty much did. I got three or four episodes into series three. Then they announced it was being cancelled. And I just thought, right, enough now. And I stuck with Bates Motel, which is not a really good show. Yeah, I keep hearing good things about that. Very, very good. Bates Motel, the prequel to Cycle. Okay, okay. Um, Which is one of those when you think they're doing a TV show of Cycle. There's no way that'll work. But it does. Mm. Very, very good stuff. Enough to add to the list. Exactly. You just, yep. But the only problem is you can now watch them one or the other. So you spend about 10 hours watching a show. Yeah, there is too much stuff to watch. I mean, I do a lot of podcasts. So somebody will say, oh, have you seen, for example, Lost? You go, oh, I've not watched that. I'll have to watch it. You go, bang, six seasons. Okay, yeah. thanks for that. It takes I, five seconds to add about 50 you, hours really. to your watch list. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm and, doing a project uh, where I play a hacker at the moment so i'm trying to kind of watch things like mr robot person of interest and kind of more computer-based technology-based shows and that i'm loving it <laughs> I, i'm gonna add another one to your list watch csi cyber CSI which cyber. is two years of that csi it's one of the csi spin-offs yeah yeah i used to be and obsessed with csi when i was younger yes <laughs> csi uh, cyber starring patricia arquette i think it is not oh, rosanna okay but that's very good so that should be available in various places but that's very good if you like the whole hacking stuff and, and whatnot yeah so what's your thoughts of mr robot oh i've been told to watch it by the director i haven't started yet but person of interest is i think it's fantastic I think it's so good. It's basically about a machine which picks out people who are going to die. And it's these two guys who go and they try to save these people and find out who's the perpetrator and who's the victim. Have, uh-huh. have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. I hope it's got the guy who was in, well, one of the guys that was in Lost, I think. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. But no, you will enjoy Mr. Robot. It's very, very good. So, yeah. I've seen all Apparently, that. It's very strong female characters in that. Yes. I like that. I like strong female characters in films, yeah. which is what Wish is about as well. It's got, you know, Layla who plays a strong female role in it. Uh, Lauren plays a strong female role in it. Um, you know, Natalie plays a strong female role in it. So there, there is quite, yeah, a call for that in the films that I do. Yeah. There is in all the short films that you do, Trent. There is as well, isn't there? Yeah. There is yeah. indeed, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? It sounded like he was surprised that he's like, there is. Yeah, you there is. No, you directed them and wrote them. I know. But so yeah, you're right. For us as well. That is such like when I read the part of Natasha, even in just the first scene that you sent me, I, it was great. It was it's great to have some to have somebody to play be able to play somebody who's got so multidimensional. So whether she's the either a friend or a foe or villain or victim she's got so many facets to her character and the way that you write is so in depth it's it's exciting to play a character that's got so much so much about them a strong female character that's why it was so difficult for me to to cast that because i i mean i I know loads of actors and loads of actresses as well but uh, you know not only did that to look like the part the look was important um but you, you just had to have, as you said, like a multifaceted kind of way of acting the part. You know, there's, there's different ranges to it. Um, and I was whacking my brains as to who would play it. And so thanks for coming along when you did, Lauren, because you kind of <laughs> bailed me out there. Thanks. 
And also with the other strong female characters in in Witch, it's great. The scenes where we're together, I think, have been some of my favourite to shoot because they are electric. The writing and like the arguments, and even when it's not the kind of argument scenes, they're they're really fun to shoot. Yeah, well, it's designed with fun in in mind as well. You know, it's it's a, a serious elements to the story, obviously, but. You know, there's a, there's a few, there's quite a few comical scenes in it as well. Um, <laughs> there's a big scene where everyone's in a room just sitting around and there's Paul Duncan's character and Richie's character and they're both taking the piss out of each other because they're both, um, they, bo- they both want the same girl when they're trying to impress each, impress her and it all gets a bit comical uh, yeah. because... Uh, but I can't say too much, but um, Paul Duncan's character is kind of like, he used to be an, an, an ex-male model, um, and he used, to mo- he used to model kind of like underwear and stuff. And <laughs> Richie's character's looking at him all kind of deadpan. He says, oh, what, do you model pants and stuff like that? I mean, that's, that's a bit gay, in it? So it's, it's, it's kind of, it turns into a bit of, bit of a farce, but it's, it works really well. So, yeah, there is elements of comedy. You've got to have a bit of fun in the story. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Has there, has there ever been a time, Trev, when, when you've been telling somebody about which and you're like, oh, crap, I've just told them something I really shouldn't have divulged? Uh, probably, yeah, more than likely, because, <laughs> uh, you know, you're passionate about what you do. And, you you know, it's very difficult for me not to tell people stuff as well, because what we've done with it, it's, it's kind of clever without, you know, blowing your own trumpet. But it, there's some really good things that work well. And I've never seen these things in other films, so I don't know if it's even been done before. So it's it's really kind of difficult to not tell people some of the stuff i have to kind of like bite my lip sometimes i think oh, i probably shouldn't have said that but yeah i mean it's all going to come out in the end and hopefully people will love what we're doing with it i'm sure they will that's why i don't want to know anything about the film at all because that way i can never get into trouble for telling people especially <laughs> one ro- one wrong tweet or whatever and it's like i get slapped <laughs> so it's like i don't want to know anything i'll find out when i watch it yeah it works I mean, there's there's a very twisty, turny plot, as you know, and and there's a lot of, and again, it was always designed this way, and I knew it was going to be a chore to film it because there was no other way. I mean, if we were to film it kind of like in six weeks or whatever and get it done, but you know, the script would be in everybody's hands. Invariably, it would get leaked somehow online, and you know, all this all this uh, secrets will be out, and you know, people wouldn't have any fun watching it. So, it was always going to be an arduous task getting it shot this way. I'm never, ever, ever, ever going to do it again this way because it's just really? too frustrating. Yeah, I said to Cole from the office, I said, "Look, this is the idea I got for a film. I want you to to work on it with us, but it's going to take a while because of the nature I want to shoot it in." Yeah, and he said that's cool. That's cool. We'll just do it whatever way you want to do it. Um, and the good thing about it is we've got no pressure. We've got no one kicking our ass because we're fully independent. So we can get it done when we get it done. That's not a problem. But now we've got to the stage where I just want to get it finished. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah, because we're moving on now. We've we've got other things planned. We've got some big things planned as well. So you know everyone's gonna get that happening to him lauren's getting busy as well doing other things, and you know we're working with these whack members as well. Um, uh, performing arts organization in Belsize Park and they've got some fantastic youngsters coming through they're working on like a three-year we're working with the third years at the moment they're doing a three-year diploma course in performing arts which encompasses not just acting but dance and singing and mm-hmm. we've been working a lot with them and Carl's been filming their monologues and also we shot their showcases as well this last Tuesday and Thursday um, and we're working particularly with a few of them as well just to start off with and Emma especially um, she's fantastic, and you know, we're going to do some stuff with her. I've got a short film coming up soon, which we're going to work on with them, which is called Room 4, which is already up on IMDb. 
Um, so that's something that I'm looking forward to. Um, and then a few more projects along the line as well. So, yeah, it's all looking good. I think it's really nice. great as well how, how as a production company, that's what you do. You kind of seek out talent and then you, when you find people, you write kind of cater to them as well. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. why you've got some really great performances. Yes, what it is what it is at the moment is I mean we have this this Carl and myself we've there's a um, Carl's mainly come out with this agency known as Hornsywood and we're mm-hmm. kind of de- we're it's a developing development agency where we're looking to find students who have done like a two three year course um, to come in and, and perhaps sign with us and we're going to give them projects to work on and we're going to get them out there and we're going to give them all manner of things that you wouldn't necessarily get with any agents and any other agents such as free headshots free showreels and stuff and you just don't get that with a lot of agents nowadays so we, we just want to work with them to give them the opportunity which they deserve because they've put three years of their craft you know a lot of hard work into what they're doing and you wouldn't believe some of the talent now that's coming through it really is exceptional i'll give you a quick example with emma um we when we shot that scene where she plays sky in the little video um i turned up at the place when we're shooting it and i bought a script with me um just you know i've never directed her in the scene or i haven't really i've seen her in the monologues i know she can act very well but I, I didn't know how fast she'd pick up dialogue and all that. I was quite naive, admittedly. And I walked in and I had the script with me and she turned up and I said, Hi, Emma, how are you doing? She went, yeah, great. Um, and I said, well, do you want to shoot the scene now? Because we were doing one of her monologues a little bit later. So she said, yeah, if we shoot the scene now, we'll get it sorted now. I said, well, I brought the script along uh, just in case you need it. And she said, oh, no, it's okay. Don't need that. I know the lines. And I'm not thinking, okay. That was a bit embarrassing. Of course she's going to know the line. She's just done three years worth of, you know, a degree. Um, so I just cast the script to one side and we just, you know, you've seen the video of it. It was just a simple setup. She's sitting down and she's talking to camera. But this was part of the interview sequence, but it was one of the only parts where it was actually written. All the other interview scenes have been just made up from the people that have come in. So it's been ad-libbed. This one needed to be very specific to the storyline, so it was written. Um, so we did it in one take, and she just nailed the dialogue, the pauses, everything, the look. You know, she said it word for word as well. All she needed to know was how is Swinford pronounced? Is it Swinford? And I said, yeah, it is Swinford. Some people pronounce it Swinford, and yeah. Um, but we did did it in one take, and then um, Carl said, "That's fine. Do you want to do one more for safety?" And I said, "Yeah, okay, we'll just do one more." But she just nailed it. You know, it's like a, a whole page of dialogue, and she kind of like just nailed it. So fantastic! And I love working with actors that just that can do that. I mean, I think I gave her the script three days or so before we shot it, so it's not a lot to learn. But for her to come in, who's never really done film before. Um, yeah. And just to come in, just to now it in one take. I mean, I, I, you know, big high five at the end of it because that was just perfect for me. Um, mm. So yeah, and and that was just Emma. I mean, there's more that are there that that are fantastically good at what they do. So it's really encouraging and refreshing for me to go in and work with people who, you know, have not yet had that chance to do film and yeah. just to kind of just to you know make them noticeable. You are a seriously busy dude, Trev. Oh, I'll tell you something, yep. Stuart. Like we just had a holiday. I've been non-stop, mate. Seriously, I've been, and what we've been doing as well is we've been shooting. We shot five of their monologues. Carl's gone back and he's editing it, and then he's sending it over to me. He said, oh, do you want to put a bit of music to it? I said, yeah, okay, because I do a bit of keyboard music as well. So I've been, if I haven't been writing, I've been putting some music to the monologues, which is great, and that's all done now. But, yeah, I mean, it's just writing music or, you know, writing some stories and, and getting that done. And then it's trying to arrange shoots for which. So, yeah, I haven't stopped. I haven't even had time for one of my Cadbury's cream eggs that I've got. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, not the Cadbury's Easter eggs then, because apparently they don't like the word Easter, the Cadbury's. Oh, they? Oh, <laughs> yeah, apparently they don't put it on the front of the box anymore. I thought they'd like it's anything with Cadbury's written on it. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like product placement now, which it isn't. We don't, we're not sponsored by Cadbury's. No, no. Like if, however, if Cadbury's are listening, they want to send us lots of free eggs. Sure. Yep, <laughs> we're, we're going for that. No problem. Um, save some for the wrap Skype party. We can just eat eggs. <laughs> on Skype while uh, while chatting to everybody else. So <laughs> when it comes to remembering lines, Lauren, have you got like a method that you use? Because I found that when I had the very few lines that I had, I actually spoke them into a recorder and then I'd listen to them on headphones. So oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it partially worked for me. <laughs> but I, I it's, think... it's one of the ones I'm going to try and do. With, uh, yeah, a lot of my friends find that's really helpful for them. But um I, I've done that before and sometimes I feel like it makes me get stuck in a rhythm with the lines like if I've pre-recorded them then uh, I, like I don't want them to come out as as how I've said it on the recording do you know what I mean I don't want to yeah. make a pattern because I feel like sometimes it freezes you up when you have to be free with the lines so sometimes yeah. I'll do something like I'll tidy my room or I'll paint my nails. Or I'm always making sure that I'm kind of distracted by something else. That's or I'll like run on treadmill yeah. and learn Because I feel like when I'm moving, they need to go in more. So they're just in your head so that they're more fresh when you actually say them out loud. Oh. Or I'll read them in like a monotone to my out loud to myself and write them as I'm doing oh. it at the same time. So if you say like, I want to go to the shop. But, and I'll say it like that and learn it like that. Because obviously when you're acting, you're not going to speak it like that. Mm. So- Some do. I've seen I've, I've seen a few <laughs> Nicolas Cage films oh, where yeah. he does just that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends. It depends. Sometimes I think when you get a character and they kind of would say things how you would say them, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, whereas with some of the lines like um, for Natasha in Witch, uh, she speaks Latin. And there's, it's kind of because she's 500 years old. The dialogue is very different to the way that I would speak naturally in the 21st mm-hmm. century. Um, so for some of the scenes, learning the lines has been I've, ha- I've kind of had to move around or run at the same time and to make them my own. That's interesting really- to interesting to hear that because that's one question that I ask a lot of actors when we're shooting with them, mm. especially with with actors that have got quite a lot of dialogue, like yourself and Louis. I mean, yeah. Louis, Louis especially. I, I deliberately piss Louis off, deli- you know, on purpose <laughs> because yeah. he is so bloody good at his lines. He really yeah, is. Yeah. He's just amazing. I love Louis so much. He's he's such a a pro. You know, he just you you love him so much. You deliberately pissed him I off. Do. That's, that's how much you go. That's how much you know. I love someone by giving. I turn up on set and he's like, "Oh my gosh, Lauren, have you seen my monologues?" Yeah. I'm like, yes. I'm like, but you know, he nails it. I mean, there's there's scenes that Louis's done that just give me shivers. Seriously, yeah. and, I, and I've told him that. There's a that Great. scene where um we're in with Varna and Dark. There's this bit where. You know, he just slams his fist down on the table and he looks up to the heavens and he says this line. And the look on his mm. face is a look of like almost like a, a sorrowful look as well as a kind of like a pissed off look. And that's exactly what Dark needed. Yeah. And how and how he did that, it just it, it just blew me away. I said that to him as well. And he's like, oh, well, thanks a lot for saying that. And he's like, you know, that's really nice of you to say. But, yeah, it's <laughs> moment it's moments like that that really, 
make me proud to kind of do what I do because like, you know, just working with people that are that talented, it kind of, and that gives you shivers on set as well. It's yeah. that, that makes it all worthwhile. That, that is what makes the two years, you know, bearable, you know, yeah. moments like that. Yeah. And also when Shall you have we, um... pieces of text, especially on screen, it's, you know, keeping it interesting, keeping the dialogue interesting. Yeah. And Louis has a knack for, for, for being able to do that, for keeping people engaged. Yeah. Especially with, like, when you're working with them as well. It's I was just about, like, sorry, Lauren, I was just about to say that as well. That's a good point you raised because there's certain characters in the film for me, which I'm sure for many of the audience, the viewing audience as well, when they appear in it, their performance is so strong and powerful, it's, mm. they're, they're demanding you to look at them. And oh, thank you, Trev. That's, that's definitely Stuart. <laughs> <true. laughs> definitely Lauren, and it's definitely oh, Louis. I mean, we shot a scene not too long ago with uh, Louis in it, and it was a sequence called Sin with two ends. And it was with Adam Templer as well, who was playing a, a character called Vector Sin. And it was a very small scene, but it was really kind of integral to the story, and it, it, it kind of spoke about you know dark before kind of what happened to him before and you know it was such a powerful kind of moment and there's just a bit in it where louis just just before he walks off he just does something with his face i can't even explain it it's that good it's just something that actors do that <laughs> makes the scene so brilliant it's just a little look and then a walk away and then we just cut back to to vector sin just looking at him with this kind of look so it's all sometimes it doesn't even have to be about dialogue it's all about in the looks and that's and that, that was amazing for me i mean louis just like a trooper he really is good do you think trev you could write a 90 minute feature film where it's louis stuck in a lift on his own and you shoot it all in one take and it's just him talking that yeah, louis could easily. pull that off very, <laughs> he would do it. very easily one, one shot yep lauren we just lost lauren is she back now Hello, Lauren. Have we, have we lost? Oh, Lauren has disappeared, but let us try and bring her back. It's the beauty of Skype, isn't it? Sometimes it is. Yeah, just doesn't work. So let me try and bring her back. Here we go. Right. Yeah, I'll watch her appearing again. Her, it looks like her system's probably crashed. It came up on my monitor, dropped call, and then it just went. Ah. Yeah, it looks like Lauren's Skype has crashed. So I'll watch her coming back on anyway. So cool. But no, I could do that quite easily with Louis. Louis <laughs> Louis is um, you know, I could work with Louis until, you know, many moons. He's he's such so good at what he does. But it's it's not just Louis, there's there's other, you know, many members of the cast that are that are very yeah. good and you know, but Louis is powerful. I think he's part of the character that he plays as well, where it's kind of he's, he's so unlike Remington Dark. You know, he's he's you know, he's Louis. He's, he's nothing like the character he plays. But to have him kind of perform in such a strong way just just goes to show what a good actor he is, you know, and and all power to him for that. You know, but all I can after this, all I can see Louis in now are just powerful roles. That's the trouble. You know, he's, yeah. he's that skilled to do any kind of number of roles. But you know, with the power that he's put into this role, you know, it just makes you think, well, you know, what else can he do that's going to be as strong as this? But you know, he's the sort of guy that will, you know, be brilliant at whatever he does. And he was also in a short film that I did called The Confession as well. Um, I think you saw that, Stu. I'm not 100 sure if you saw that one. I think I've seen. I think it's about seen maybe three of these short films that you're doing as well. So how are they coming along? I mean, you've you've had a few of them shown at the Portobello. Yes, uh, festival. That's right. The one that Lauren was in, Love You More, that was nominated for an award. We didn't get it, but it was nice to be nominated at Portobello. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen the Confession, that starred Louis and Zoe, and um, Louis 
talks to camera in it. He kind of like he's, he's keeping a video diary. If you haven't seen that one, I'll send you the link because that's one of the stronger shorts, quite adult in nature as well. That was um, we went a little bit further with that with kind of like a little love scene as well, which was cool to shoot. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen that, I'll send you the link to that. And also earlier today, I sent you the link to Detriment on uh, Facebook as well. You did. I watched that earlier on. I watched it probably about fifteen minutes before we. Uh we started chatting okay. very very i don't know how much you can talk about that but that was very good oh you I enjoyed enjoy. it okay so i saw the jogging and then so when you were talking about the jogging scene i'm like yep i remember that scene brilliant hello yeah. <laughs> hello welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. hi sorry <laughs> i have no idea skype. what happened then it's, it's skype happened it happened <laughs> like, i think often. my internet went i'm so oh sorry i don't know what happened no problem. Are you, seriously laura you'd be surprised how many times it, skype does crash it's yeah. you know it's 50 50 i think so we were just starting to chat about detriment which i watched earlier on great work in that oh, I sent, uh, yeah i sent Stuart the link to it uh, yeah I, don't, I thought i get confused it's my age i thought i sent you the link like a while back Stuart. that with the confession as well but i thought well as lauren's on tonight it'll be good for you to yes. look at detriment as well so it's very i like these short films that trev does i remember a day when trev said i think i might stop making films and the uh, <laughs> People were not happy. They were like, don't stop making films. And, and thankfully, he's not. He's just accelerated short films and, and said, future yeah, projects. Remember, Trev, you said... Sorry, Lauren, oh, I'm losing you a bit. More I'll make, and I said, you have to. I, I said, you, you said that to me at the beginning um, when we started shooting Witch, that you were thinking this might be one of your last films. Yeah. And yeah. I said, no, you can't. <laughs> sometimes it's weird. I mean, sometimes you think that and you think, oh, Christ, I can't be dealing with all this. You know, I'm like, you know, it's the hassles, it's the bad side of filmmaking, especially independent films when you haven't got a lot of money to play with and, you know, you're just relying on favors from people, as I'm sure you've heard from other independent filmmakers, Stu. You're just relying on people to kind of like offer up their time and stuff. Um, and, you know, sometimes when you don't get that, you know, it all seems a bit bit too much and you know making any kind of film you know especially a feature takes a lot of time and effort and it can take a lot it can drain you as well and it must have been a particular time during the production of which where we weren't getting things done probably as quick as what we should have been or you know we weren't getting mm. dates locked in and sometimes it just that's why because when we first started myself and paul were both locking dates down but i was just getting so annoyed um which wasn't doing my blood pressure any good, to be fair. Uh, Because we'd get three people um, for the shoot, and then suddenly two people couldn't make it, so we'd have to rearrange, you know, a whole new day. So it was quite frustrating. But it it was probably during that time I was thinking, oh, Christ, I don't literally want to do this on every shoot I'm on. So let's just make this the last one. But, you know, you get moments like that, and, you know, there's so many kind of stories to tell now that I've got quite a few projects that I want to do. There's There's one that I'm doing as well which I'm not going to say nothing about apart from the title, which is called The Academy, um, which is going to be quite an ambitious project. And hopefully we're going to have a good go of that soon as well. So. Is it a remake of Police Academy? No, is it isn't. No. <laughs> you know what, Stu, I've got to tell you this, and, and Lauren Way here as well. This was really funny. I put a little notice up on Facebook. I don't know, I just saying, just mentioned the Academy, and we, you know, it's a project that we're looking forward to doing, even though it's going to be a bit bigger. And I got a message from some guy. I won't tell you who he was, um, but he said, oh, if there's any roles up, mate, you know, you know, give us a shout, and you know, I'll be glad to kind of come along and audition. I said, okay, that's great. Now, 
bless the guy. He didn't. All he knew was the name of it, called the Academy. He didn't have an idea what the film was about. But he was a big guy, you know. He was he was kind of like a big guy. And I'm thinking to myself, what does he know? Why would he want to audition? in this film if he didn't have no idea what it was about and all i can think of was the fact that it might have been military academy he was thinking of and he might be all soldiers and stuff and you know hard guys walking around but you know that's quite a funny moment for me but you know (laughs) there is a lot there's a lot of that going on at least once a week i get a message from an actor saying if i'm suitable for any roles in your films let me know and i'm like i don't make films and i saw your um your recent film that you put up which was very good well shot as well with the, that was, uh, yeah, one that of was the, fun actually well the well, the festivals there was it something yeah it's last sunday um because I did the fundraiser for the two cameras, and I'm oh, I'm going to do video content and blah blah blah, and it just as you know, you think, oh, I'll do that later on, I'll do that later on, and then before you know it, a year has gone by and you've still not done it. Yeah. So we went to the comic con, and I thought I'm taking the cameras. I thought I'm just going to film three or four interviews with people I know, mm-hmm. you know, and try and and see how it works. I think it's worked out okay. No, it's very good. Yeah. I was, it, Emma Dark was one of the people I think was there at the time. Yeah, Emma Dark. So she was very nice and I had a quick chat with her on camera. And Lawrence Harvey from the Human Centipede 2, he was there. So I filmed Annette meeting him and, and you know, guys who are doing a docu- nine-hour documentary on Hellraiser. I had a quick chat with them. So I thought, I'm going to slap together a 10-minute film um, just as a pilot type thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I watched that this morning. Yeah, it was really good. A um, friend of mine who's a filmmaker, he sent me a message. He said, I like your video. I've got a few tips for you for the next one. I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Here's my criticism. Yeah. yeah. We all get other, that. Yeah. Don't we? Other than I think it's brilliant. Other, but if you just change the cinematography, the content, the music, and everything, it'll be great. Yeah. Like, which, which part did you love? So I don't know what the tips are yet, but I'll be curious to find out. Yeah. yeah. So, we all get yeah. asked you. I, I still get people sending me their scripts saying, oh, what do you think of my script? Do you think we can make it into a film? I'm like, well, first of all, you've got to properly format the script because this is looks like it's written by a six-year-old. And then as yeah. soon as they hear that, they're like, oh, fuck you. you know, oh, okay, I'm just being <laughs> honest. Yeah. You know? They ask a question and hate your answer. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. But, you know, there you go. That's filmmaking. What can you do? Exactly. Format so, takes a while, though, doesn't it? You can input it into those, what is it, Adobe? Yeah, I mean, there's loads of free programs there. There's Celtex, I think it's Celtex or yeah. whatever it's called. Um, there's loads of cracked copies of Final Draft going around all over the place all the time. So yeah. there's never an excuse for people to not format their work properly. So, and Final Draft is quite expensive as well. That's about two, three hundred quid, I think, for the program. So no wonder. If it's anything, it's just easier to read. As well. Yeah. But it, it formats it in industry standard, you know, formatting, you know, yeah. so you can literally send it to anybody. And, you know, if you send a script that isn't properly formatted to an agent or, God forbid, anywhere in Hollywood, they'll, they just won't even read it. They'll just put it in the bin. So you do need to format your script in industry standard way for them to even accept it and look at it. Exactly. And I think the only way you don't need to format is if you're going to shoot the damn thing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody else right. needs yeah. to see the script. <laughs> so there's your thing. If you can't be bothered formatting it yourself, just make the film yourself. Yeah. <laughs> as Lauren so. said as well, it's true. You know, it's easier to read as well because you'll get everything in one paragraph, you know, for some people that send me their stuff. And it's like, well, what, why are you even sending it to me like this? You know, I'm not kind of belittling, belittling them for, for sending it, but you know, if you're going to be serious about what you're doing, even in, in an independent film, you know, you need to do things or certain things by the book. And, you know, otherwise people are just going to, 
look at it and say, well, you know, that's not the way it's done, unfortunately. And there is an acceptable standard, even in independent films, especially with scripts. I get maybe 10 press releases a day from various studios, you know, telling me that this film's coming out and that film's coming out. Some of them are amazingly put together. Some of them are just like, somebody's just thrown up a big pile of text. And you're like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're they're hard to decipher. So then you got to import them and then pretty them up. And But yeah, other ones... They look gorgeous. Mm. So, yay to them and <laughs> boo to the ones that just do a big, massive block of text with no links. That's so annoying when it's just one whole paragraph. It's oh, it's just yeah. what? What am I doing here? You know, don't even highlight in capitals the name of the character. So, oh, it's a nightmare. But there you go. Yep. So it's also bad when you write them all in capitals because then you can't really put that on a website. So you've got to rewrite all the stuff that they've written in the first place. So that's a headache. Yeah, just send you cross-eyed <laughs> as well, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. So that film generally doesn't get publicised much. Because <laughs> I've not got the time to write it. I don't really write about that one. <laughs> no. So what's everybody got planned for the very near future? Lauren, you can go first. Any other projects you want to... Uh, yeah, I'm working mention? on a project called Phoenix Avenue, uh, which is a series, um, which is really cool. And I get to play a computer hacker. Uh, <laughs> it's about... It follows the lives of university students. Um and kind of, I'm just trying to think what I can say. <laughs> uh, so it's like their lives as uni students and how um, how that progresses. It gets a bit yes. darker. Ah. Gets darker. So what what is it? Is it, is it TV? Is it film? Yeah. yeah. TV, yeah? Yeah. Uh, okay. And you're not even supposed to say it's TV? Um. <laughs> that, that's a bit strong. <laughs> not even supposed to know what format it's written. Now. Yeah, it's you can watch it's it somewhere. It's yeah. Be, it's, yeah, it's called Phoenix Avenue. Um, there's a website for it and an Instagram page as well. Um, yeah, it, and it's going to be really good. <laughs> so and you're shooting that now. So you guys should watch it. Yeah, we're just about to start shooting, and we're shooting in May. Cool. Um, but we're rehearsing for it now. And that, that, yeah, that's really fun. And then, obviously, uh, continuing to film Witch and getting that finished. <laughs> yes, that's got to be done. That's yeah. a priority. That's you know, that's a priority above anything else you're involved with. Okay. <laughs> um, I would remind you that you're bound by contract law. <laughs> Are you doing any theatre stuff, Lauren, at the moment, or um, just? I just did a play called Ribs to Die for that was on in Shoreditch, um, but. Uh, no, I don't have any theatre lined up at the moment. One of my friends, um, she's kind of got a female theatre company where they're doing a lot of writing and they were discussing, talking about the subject of uh, mental illness. Okay, yeah. In, um, so I'm considering getting getting involved in that and trying my hand at some writing. I've never done it before. Just yeah. um, make sure you format it correctly. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you, stole, yeah. you stole my line there. So like, <laughs> I knew you were going to jump on that shit, <laughs> yeah. 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 So they're, they're focusing on doing uh, everything. So they want to do film scripts, TV scripts, and theatre, so, and plays. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, all the best with that. Thanks. <laughs> um, what about you, Trev? Oh, where do I start? Okay. Um, at, at the beginning, uh, unless you're going to go on memento style and just jump backwards, forwards, and left, yeah. right, and sideways. Well, well obviously, we're uh, getting Witch finished. That should be first and foremost. Uh, we got the last few scenes of that to shoot. Um, so we're doing that. Uh, I've previously mentioned the short film that I want to do uh, with the WAC students. Um, 
Uh, we're going to hopefully do that as soon as I hear from the CEO at the uh, at WAC because he's uh, Steve. He's going to kind of sort that for us and uh, give us a location and you know hopefully arrange for everything to happen. So we've got that short coming up um, and just kind of like I'm writing quite a few bits and pieces. Um, previously mentioned the academy, which is kind of like bordering on feature as well so yeah and just kind of like ideas for certain actors that i've got in mind you know i'm gonna write specifically for them um as well so it's plenty to do and, and as i say i'm working with carl carl michael bryan with hornsywood as well we, we're you know developing that and you know we're uh, hopefully going to get some people involved with that as well um with the development agency so yeah there's lots to do uh, lots to finish and lots to start so the future looks okay at the moment. Fantastic. And what have you got planned for the rest of your evening on this Easter bank holiday? Uh, I'm going to try and have one of my cabbage cream eggs just because it's nearly the close of Easter and I don't want to miss out. So I do want to do that. <laughs> Probably with a cup of tea and I might uh, settle down and watch a couple of episodes of Hannibal. Uh, so that may be my evening. Before it's back to the, back to the day job tomorrow, alas. Yes. And where can everybody find you on the old social media channels? This is a part where you can just pimp out your links, Lauren. And Go on, Lauren. Pimp it all out. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't do this ever, which I should do way more. Um, okay, my Twitter is Lauren underscore Nicole one. Um, my IMDB is Lauren Nicole Dalton. Nicole is spelled N-I-C-H-O-L, so without the E. My mum thought it was different, but people just say Lauren <laughs> nickel dalton <laughs> and my instagram is lauren dalton with a kiss as well an x yeah cool. nice one. <laughs> so follow trev? if you would like <laughs> and trev um yeah you can find uh which the movie on twitter i think that's the way i can never remember yep. all these things which which movie which yep. movie on twitter um follow us on facebook uh which the film.com as also is the um the official website for the film uh, we're also on facebook as well um i'm on facebook as well if you want to friend me uh trev hayward you know check me out a lot of people think oh, i could never find you on facebook <laughs> what do you type in <laughs> oh trev hayward what do you think i'll type in well yeah. just put trev in Put trip. <laughs> yep. yeah and so yeah i'm on there site for which is amazing as well and there's loads of cast interviews on there so you can find a lot more about about the script and the characters that's correct yes well yeah. put, exactly. well put on it's <laughs> on there no the interviews uh, on there are really cool they are yes yeah Lauren, we've got to do your one yet haven't i we? know yeah did you see that did you see how i did that i know it you just kind of <laughs> snuck that in yeah well look, let us know when you're free because you know you're doing so many bloody projects at the moment <laughs> yeah let's know when you're free and you know we'll get together we'll go to carl's or wherever and we'll do uh, a nice interview with you and get that up on the website as well yeah i said to Trev today is it gonna be uh cool or should i put some makeup on <laughs> oh yeah no i would never do video podcasts yeah. I don't because even with the technology, they can always look a little bit blocky, and yeah. you know nobody watches that. So no, until we end up with a, a TV studio, then they're always audio based. Because this will go out. I'll probably put it out tomorrow. It'll go right across iTunes and Spreaker and all the Android systems, and it'll be all over Twitter, and you'll get LinkedIn. So you'll get lots of retweets and stuff tomorrow mm-hmm. from, uh, from so various people. So they can see me in my dressing gown and slippers. <laughs> is that what you're? Nope. Is that what you're wearing now? Seriously? Yeah, I'm wearing I'm dressing wearing gown and slippers. Clothes. Gym clothes. I I'm wearing. I'm wearing my slippers as well. 
slippers and a fluffy dressing gown lying on my bed. Do you know what, though? You know what could have been embarrassing if you were in a onesie? That would have been worse. Right? That's, it's onesies. I do own one, though. So. I, I knew, I, you know, I know you've got one. I literally <laughs> knew you would have one. You're the sort of person that would have one. What do you mean? You yeah, just, I was going to ask, what do you mean by that? You're just a onesie <laughs> fan. I know it. It's just it's the skills of a writer that anticipate characters. <laughs> I'd like some explanation on that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That is for a whole other podcast. Yeah. I think the, bat, the debate about onesies. <laughs> so, Stu, how about you? What have you got planned? I have got planned. I'm going to try and shoot the next episode of my little video content thing. Yeah. Um, the first episode I did was never the original. This is what I'm going to do. I just managed to get it done and whatnot. I am still editing or trying to edit all the stuff for experiencing Comic-Con, the feature-length documentary thing that I'm putting together, which just keeps evolving. Brilliant. It's mm. so far from the original plan I had. It's unbelievable. Um, but that's fun. So Because I'm teaching myself how to edit, how to score, how to do everything because there's nobody who can go oh this is how you do it i am literally learning from the ground up so yeah. it's fun <laughs> but quite frustrating um lots and lots of podcasts planned who knows maybe one with william friedkin you, you never know, know billy <laughs> billy billy friedkin yeah yep. uh just lots of podcasting lots of social media just generally what i'm doing but hopefully more organized um, and i might even manage to watch a few dozen films yeah. while i uh well, I do it. So. A bit unusual to um, do that, watching a few dozen films. A and... little bit. I've seen 92 so far this yeah. year, so okay. I'm doing two by. And at some point, I want to go through all the podcasts that we've done and rename them and create a The Witch series, ah, because be there must cool. be at least a dozen of them now. Yeah, yeah we've done a few, cool. haven't we? Yeah, we've done a few. So I want to sort of have them all in one place, because hmm. they're just few and far between you know we'll do one one month and then three months later we'll do another one and i've kind of lost track i know which folder they're all in but i just need to go through them all and go yep that's one that's one that's one yeah, yeah. so and also Stu, if you do get time um and you can make it down at some stage i'll let you know kind of like whenabouts um do pop down and we'll do kind of like a little interview with you but we'll also do an interview in the film of you which we've done with yes. the other interviewees so it'll be two interviews but in two different forms if you know what i mean yeah so I'll make sure I don't get them mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> one where you're the character. Yeah, and one uh, where I'm me. Yeah, where you're saying that, you know, there is something dodgy in the woods and stuff, and you do know a, a bit more than what you're willing to let on. And another one when you're you. Yeah, sure. Yes, exactly. No, definitely. Yep, that's a plan. Cool. <laughs> but oh, thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Trev. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. Enjoy, thank you. Enjoy your evenings. Hopefully you enjoy. Is this the first podcast you've ever done, Lauren? Yes, it is. Can you tell? No. I <laughs> wouldn't have known at all. You were very <laughs> no. professional. Seriously. I'm not being sarcastic. You were. You were brilliant. Well done. Not, not all podcasts are as good as this one, but this one was. So, you sure. know. Great. This one is fantastic. <laughs> we enjoy the rest of your evening. Those. Yes, you too, Stu. Enjoy your Easter egg, Trev. I will do. Just the one. Go watch Just me. Yeah, I'm dying. And I'll, I will chat to you both very soon. Okay, yeah. thanks, Stu, and thanks, Thank Lauren. I'll speak to you soon. Thank Take care.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.